0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible.
1: Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see that the shepherds of the people have failed, but God will raise up a branch of righteousness. Jeremiah is broken over the prophets who give false assurance to the people. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Jeremiah chapter 23. On simply the Bible.
0: One of the greatest difficulties that we have in this life is to be able to discern falsehood from the truth. This has been a problem for a long, long time. And we see in Jeremiah chapter 23 where he was having to deal with false prophets who were saying just the opposite of what he was saying. And we see how God dealt with them and also how God helped Jeremiah to speak out against them. We continue today in Jeremiah chapter 23. Woe to the shepherds who destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, says the Lord. Therefore, thus says the Lord God of Israel against the shepherds who feed my people. You have scattered my flock, driven them away and not attended to them. Behold, I will attend to you for the evil of your doings, says the Lord. And so there were these unfaithful shepherds, leaders, those with whom God had entrusted his people. And we know that in order to be a shepherd, in order to be one with whom God entrusts his people, we need to be faithful. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 4.2, Moreover, it is required in stewards that one be found faithful. Now, these shepherds were feeding the sheep, but they were feeding them bad food, bad lamb chow, if you will. And rather than feeding them the word of God, they were just speaking of their own hearts and and telling them what they wanted to hear rather than what was from the Lord. And as a result, they were driving the sheep away, not only with their words, but also with their actions, their character. The people didn't want to have anything to do with God because they weren't really hearing the word of God or they weren't seeing it being demonstrated in the lives of those who supposedly represented God. And they failed to attend to the flock. Now, God wanted his shepherds to care for the sheep, to care for the poor, to care for the widows, the orphans, those that were in need, the strangers, all of those that were really the ones that society would tend to neglect. God wanted his shepherds to look out for them, and they were not. Therefore, the Lord said that because they had scattered his flock and driven them away and not tended to them, then the Lord would attend to them for the evil of their doings. God would visit the evil of their doings upon their own heads. Now, we know that the Lord is very much concerned about his sheep. After Peter had denied the Lord three times, Jesus restored Peter again three times to be the shepherd of his sheep. In John twenty-one fifteen, he said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, feed my lambs. And then also he said to him a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said to him, tend my sheep. So you see, the Lord wants his shepherds to feed his sheep the word of God and to tend his sheep with care, and with love. Verse three, but I will gather the remnant of my flock out of all countries where I have driven them and bring them back to their folds and they shall be fruitful and increase. I will set up shepherds over them who will feed them and they shall fear no more, nor be dismayed, nor shall they be lacking, says the Lord. So God speaks here about bringing the remnant of his flock from wherever they had been driven back into their land. The word remnant is used 19 times in the book of Jeremiah. It refers to the faithful ones who overcome, and usually this is a minority. Now Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew seven thirteen, enter by the narrow gate For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. So this remnant really was a minority. It would be those who would come back into the land in the future. Now there would be a partial gathering at the end of the 70 years of Babylonian captivity, but really only a small percentage of the people that went to Babylon would return, some 50,000. Then there will be the final gathering of God's people from throughout all of the countries where they are scattered, and that will occur during the millennial kingdom. Then God will set up shepherds over them who will feed them according to his will. We are told in Revelation 20, verse 6, that those who partake in the first resurrection from the dead will reign with Christ for a thousand years. These will be the faithful shepherds over God's people. Verse 5, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will raise to David a branch of righteousness. A king shall reign and prosper and execute judgment and righteousness in the earth. In his days, Judah will be saved and Israel will dwell safely Now, this is his name by which he will be called the Lord, our righteousness. According to Jeremiah 22, verse 30, the branch of David through Jehoiachin had been cut off. There would be no more kings coming from his line. However, God promised to raise up to David another king who would be a righteous branch. He would be a shoot growing off from the stump of the Davidic line. This is fulfilled in Jesus Christ. And he would execute judgment and righteousness throughout all the earth. He will reunite the southern and northern kingdoms of Israel. And again, this will happen during the millennial kingdom. And his name will be called the Lord our righteousness in Hebrew. That is Yahweh to This was in contrast to the kings of Judah and the sons of Josiah whom Jeremiah had prophesied against in the previous chapter. They had done evil in the eyes of the Lord, but this descendant of David would embody the righteousness of the Lord. He, in fact, is our righteousness, meaning that he credits the righteousness of the Lord by grace to everyone who believes in him. We are justified by our faith in Jesus Christ and not by our own works of the law. According to 2 Corinthians 5.21 Jesus became sin for us so that we would become the righteousness of God in him. Verse 7, Therefore, behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that they shall no longer say, as the Lord lives who brought up the children of Israel from the land of Egypt, but as the Lord lives who brought up and led the descendants of the house of Israel from the north country and from all the countries where I had driven them and they shall dwell in their own land. The future gathering of God's people will be so dramatic, so great that everyone will forget the deliverance of the children of Israel from Egypt by comparison. They will dwell forever in their own land, never to be driven away or scattered again. What glorious days lie ahead. Now, keep in mind that the Lord gave these words to Jeremiah at the time that he was judging the nation and sending them into Babylonian captivity. So even in the worst of times, God brings a message of hope for those who will trust in him if we fear God, regardless of the circumstances going on in this world. We need not fear anything else. Why? Because God will work all things together for our good to those who love him, to those who are the called According to his purposes. Now, in verse 9, through the rest of the chapter, Jeremiah speaks out against the false prophets. These were giving the message contrary to the message that the Lord gave to Jeremiah. While Jeremiah was pronouncing judgment on the nation because of the people's disobedience to the covenant and because of their idolatry, these prophets were prophesying peace, saying that the king of Babylon would not, in fact, conquer Jerusalem. Theirs was a popular message, no doubt, but it was a lie. Verse 9, my heart within me is broken because of the prophets. All my bones shake. I am like a drunken man and like a man whom wine has overcome because of the Lord and because of his holy words. For the land is full of adulterers. For because of a curse, the land mourns. The pleasant places of the wilderness are dried up. Their course of life is evil and their might is not right. So Jeremiah was brokenhearted over the false prophets because he saw how they were leading the people astray. He was like a drunken man. He was just almost beside himself as he saw that the land was full of adulterers and that everybody was mourning over the consequences of the sins of the people, but also because they were being led astray into thinking everything was going to be okay when it wasn't. As a result, there was drought. The pleasant places of the wilderness were dried up. But all of this occurred because of the people's rebellion against God. And yet the false prophets were saying that that was not the case. For both prophet and priest are profane. Yes, in my house, I have found their wickedness, says the Lord. Therefore, their way shall be to them like slippery ways. In the darkness, they shall be driven on and fall in them. For I will bring disaster on them, the year of their punishment, says the Lord. So God was not going to withhold judgment from both these false prophets and the priests who failed to do their duty. And I have seen folly in the prophets of Samaria. They prophesied by Baal and caused my people Israel to err. So these false prophets of Baal began in the northern kingdom. God had brought them into captivity by the Assyrians, but they had also taught the people in Judah to err as well and to prophesy falsely. Also, I have seen a horrible thing in the prophets of Jerusalem. They commit adultery and walk in lies. They also strengthen the hands of evildoers so that no one turns back from his wickedness. All of them are like Sodom to me and their inhabitants Like Gomorrah. So these false prophets were prophesying in the name of Baal, who was a Canaanite rain god to whom the Jews were prone to turn to for help in times of drought. But the worship of Baal involved ritual prostitution, physical adultery, as well as spiritual adultery against God. So the Lord speaks of them as being like Sodom and Gomorrah. Therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts concerning the prophets, behold, I will feed them with wormwood and make them drink the water of gall. For from the prophets of Jerusalem, profaneness has gone out into all the land. Thus says the Lord of hosts, do not listen to the words of the prophets who prophesy to you They make you worthless. They speak a vision of their own heart, not from the mouth of the Lord. And this is the problem when people utter words that are not from God. They are false. They are deceptive. They are worse than worthless because they actually cause people to err and they destroy the faith and the lives of many. They continually say to those who despise me, The Lord has said you shall have peace. And to everyone who walks according to the dictates of his own heart, they say no evil shall come upon you. We are told woe to those who call good evil and evil good. Woe to those who will say to somebody who is committing wickedness, oh, it's going to be okay. And that is the popular sentiment of our culture. Not to call evil evil, but to say you can practice evil and everything's going to be okay. That is a lie. Tomorrow, we will continue Jeremiah's message against the false prophets and see God's method for restoring good
1: counsel to his people. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify and please leave us a review. Tomorrow we will see where Jeremiah rebukes the false prophets for not standing in God's counsel, but prophesying lies to the people and claiming to have the oracle of the Lord. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Jeremiah on Simply the Bible.